Investing your wealth is a journey that demands skill, in-depth knowledge, experience and conviction from the investment manager. From you, the investor, it demands time, patience and trust in your investment manager's ability. While investing is certainly rewarding, it can be complex. You will have questions along the way and we're here to help you find the answers. In this series, our Old Mutual Wealth Investment Managers answer some hard questions and demonstrate how they do the hard thinking and work so that you don't have to. Their answers are based on an in-depth understanding of the local and global economy, financial markets and the driving forces that will shape tomorrow. Welcome to the podcast. It's great to be with you. And today we're talking innovation. Wow, that word is everywhere at the moment. And uh, we'll open it up and expand it a little bit more here. Let's welcome Andrew Ditburner, the Chief Investment Officer at Old Mutual Wealth Private Client Securities. Hey, Andrew, good to have you on the podcast. Welcome. Good morning. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for uh, having me. Let's talk innovation. It's all around us. We have not been able to escape its uh, big grip in all sorts of areas of our lives. I'd first like to contextualize when we say innovation. What is it that we're actually talking about? Because there's so many facets to the subject. Yeah, so innovation, I mean, particularly over the last, I suppose, couple of years, no, more than a couple of years now, um, you know, people, it's been a very much a buzzword, you know, when, mm. when we think about innovation. But innovation's actually been around for, you know, many decades, centuries, you know, we've been innovating, you know, century over century. And when you just break it down, I suppose, into your first principles, Simply put, you know, one can just think of innovation as changing technology, you know, technological change over time. And when you think about, well, what is technology? Well, technology is just the use of scientific knowledge, you know, to take some sort of material, labor, money and, and produce something that's worth more or of a higher value than what it is in its original form. You know, so, so innovation is just improving that technology over time. So, you know, simply put. Okay, so to, really to reiterate, innovation leads to growth, and growth means more money for us when it comes to investment. Is that the the basic way that we can look at it? Yeah, you know, I think that's a good way to put it. You know, if you think, if we're talking about growth, you, know, you can think of growth from, you know, at a very high level. Uh, if you think macroeconomic growth, you know, where does growth come from? It comes from, you know, only two places, essentially. It's either population growth or productivity growth. So if you think of, you know, population growth, that's you know more people on the planet demanding more goods and making more goods alternatively mm. productivity growth you know where does productivity growth come from well you know being more productive with your time innovation you know plays into that if if you come from a micro level you know thinking of the companies you know you've got uh, where does growth come from if you're looking at bottom line earnings growth it's going to come from either revenue growth or it's going to also come from you know improved efficiencies and efficiencies can be improved about due to productivity which again comes back to innovation and from a revenue perspective maybe it's newer goods uh, improved goods and if you're innovating around what goods or experiences or services you're producing um, you know that can lead to revenue growth which ultimately can drive your your bottom line earnings I want to point back because very much while we're talking here, I'm thinking innovation means today and in the future what's happening right now. But innovation is not a new thing. I mean, it's not a new phenomenon at all. We, we go back hundreds, if not thousands of years to the beginning of time, really, and the invention of the wheel. That was innovation. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it, it really yeah. has been going on for centuries, hasn't it? 
No, exactly. So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, it's the buzzword at the moment or has been, you know, mm. particularly disruptive innovation, uh, which, which we can chat about, you know, what disruptive innovation is versus sustaining innovation. But, you know, if you go back, you mentioned at the wheel, you know, we can go back, uh, to the 1700s. We saw Arkwright's, uh, water powered mill, um, which resulted in the industrial revolution. And then as the industrial revolution took place, you had more and more goods being produced. And mm. what happens when more goods are being produced? Well, they need to be transported, you know, and that led to, you know, at the time, there were definitely no aeroplanes around. Uh, there right. was the, the steam engine wasn't around. So how did they transport goods? That led to the canals being built in, 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 uh, in the UK, you know, and that was the innovation of that time. You've got uh, Ford, the Model T's coming out in the early 1900s that led to mass production. That was innovation. So when you think about innovation, often we think today technology, the type of tech that we think, when we talk technology, we think of like our phones, our laptops, that sort of stuff, you know, but technology, as I mentioned earlier, goes way, way back as does as does innovation. How does this innovation now drive growth in companies? I mean, this is really the meaty stuff that we want to get into. And uh, and looking around, you know, are innovative companies the ones that we should be looking out for in terms of, of, you know, this context of what we're talking about? Uh, really, how does innovation drive growth in these these companies? Yeah. So, you know, coming back to, uh, to the growth story that uh, I mentioned earlier, you know, a company is able to grow by either growing its revenue, alternatively it can uh, improve its margins. And to improve its margins, it needs to be more efficient. So producing the same goods effectively at a lower cost and to do that, you know, they might come up with a new process. So when you talk about disruptive innovation, that's coming up with something new. Alternatively, sustaining innovation is, you know, when you improve upon a, an existing good process, service, whatever it might be. You know, so mm. thinking about widening your margins, you might be innovative, uh, sustaining uh, innovation, you know, by improving your process. And, and as I say, producing the same goods at a low cost. Alternatively, you might come up with a brand new process and that's your disruptive innovation. Similarly, when it's about your goods or your services, you know, your iPhone 3 uh, and then your iPhone 4, that's sustaining innovation. You're just improving upon, you know, but people want the iPhone 4 or the iPhone 5 because it doesn't have the head jack or it's got more memory, it's smaller, bigger, yes. you know, whatever the case may be. Alternatively, yes. it could be disruptive innovation, which is something completely new. The problem, not the problem, but I suppose when you think about disruptive innovation, you, you often, you know, going on gut feel, you don't have the data to back your decisions because this is a brand new, you don't know how big your market is. You know, this is a brand new product. So disruptive innovation, uh, very much, you know, more risky when it comes to what are the, you know, what's the end result going to be? Hmm. Um, is it going to be successful or not uh, relative to sustaining innovation? But both of them play into revenue growth and, and improving margins for businesses. Andrew, let's talk now about these companies, these innovative companies from an investment point of view. I'd very much mm. like to find out about whether these companies are potentially more valuable. Let's, let's take a high level view of it and kind of go, uh, what are we looking for when we, when we see these companies that are innovating and creating disruptive processes, et cetera? Are they valuable companies to look at? Are they, are they concerns? Are they high risk? Uh, what's the, what's the lie yeah. of the land there? Yeah. So if you do a simple, 
Google search, you know, around uh, the world's most innovative companies and then go and search the world's most valuable companies, you're going to see a significant overlap. It's going to be the same names that pop up, your Amazons, uh, your Apples, Microsofts, uh, Alphabets or Googles of the world. So, you know, innovation does lead to higher valuation. And that's because, you know, you've got um, those companies are tending to grow uh, a lot more quickly. Their growth is a lot more stable. And at the same time, they're a lot more profitable. So, yeah valuation or innovation does help assist valuation. Nice one. Andrew Ditburner, thanks for that insight. Uh, The Chief Investment Officer at Old Mutual Wealth, Private Client Securities, thanks for your time today on the podcast. Thanks, Ian. Old Mutual Wealth is a world-class investment destination, offering you a wide range of investment strategies and specialist wealth management solutions. Whether your goal is to grow your wealth, generate income, or preserve capital, we select the best and most suitable investments based on your investment strategy and our extensive research and collective insights. It's vital to work with reputable specialists who can effectively structure an investment portfolio that is tailored to your unique needs and objectives. Email us at hardquestions at omwealth.co.za so that we can help you take your wealth further.